To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming back to listen to another episode. I'm here with Princess. Hi. Hi, Danielle. How are you? How's it going? Fine, thank you. Good, good. So, Princess, I met you when I was in high school. Yes. I'm pretty sure you were in high school, too. When did you graduate? 2012. Yeah, so I think so. I graduated in 2014. Okay, yeah. Um, But, yeah, we started because you were doing my hair. Yes. You, I feel like you've done everybody's hair. I feel like everybody knows uh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Around here, anyway. Yeah. Um, So, how long have you been doing hair? Um... So I had my first client at like six. What? Yeah. So I've been doing hair a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, It started off like doing my little sister's hair. And honestly, my mom had done my hair in a style that I did not like. (laughs) And I ended up, I was like, girl, I think I could just do this by myself. And I think (laughs) I just taught myself. And after that, yeah, I haven't stopped. Oh, that's awesome. So you used to like practice on yourself and experiment and stuff. Right. Because I feel like I've seen you with a lot of different styles. You keep it short. A lot. Now I keep it short. I, I think that I've had almost every style and every color, even if it was short. Like mm-hmm. I had went blue and purple on the same week. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. So you like to experiment. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Seeing you with short hair makes me want to cut mine off again. You should do I it. I shaved mine a year ago and I loved it. It looks good on you. Thank you. It looks good on you, too. Thank you. It's like no work, and it just feels like freeing. It feels so good to not have to worry about it. Exactly. I wake up in the morning, and I literally don't have much to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like, I put my little, you know, grease in it, and that's <laughs> it. But, like, I don't even bother with even brushing. Like, mm-hmm. it's so in and out. Um, especially with being a stylist, it's difficult to almost like manage everyone else and then still have time for yourself. Like by the time I'm done with my last sign of the day, um, you don't have time. I don't have time. Like I just want to get in bed, you know? Right. It's like the nail people, you notice their nails always look bad. I've had one nail girl whose nails were always done, always done. But the rest of them, they always look regular because who wants to sit there longer? Right. When you're done at the end of the day. So what made you want to turn hair into a business and start, you know, branching outside of your family and your close friends and charging people for it? Because that is a serious talent that you have. Thank you. Um, I think it just got to a point where I just wanted to have my own money. Mm -hmm. If we're being honest, like being that young and having a job earlier than the, the normal age was pretty fun you know and and then it got to i think high school and i was like okay yeah this is not fun anymore (laughs) i'll quit (laughs) what like i was like yeah i'm not doing hair anymore because this is too much i'm in the house all day Mm -hmm. and it just was not fun anymore so i went and got a job at red robin (laughs) and i was like yeah, like, this is so much fun. I get to leave the house. I get to see other people. I get mm-hmm. to meet new people. And I think by the end of the week, I was exhausted. And my mom was like, people would die to have 
the kind of leisure right job that you have mm-hmm. like you get to make your own schedule mm-hmm. exactly and that's a blessing and yeah i think by the end of the month i had quit i was <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I think that that this is a job for me. Like I shouldn't have left it. And then that's when I started to understand that that was a calling Mm -hmm. to, to have the job that I did. Right. You know, exactly. So what age were you, were you in like middle school when you started having people come to your house? In middle school. Yeah. Wow. So you've been an entrepreneur since forever. Like that's your whole life. Exactly. (laughs) And you just celebrated a birthday. I sure did. My 25th. Oh, that's a big one. What'd you do? Um, to be honest, this year was a great year of reflection for me. Mm -hmm. So like the years prior, I went out, I did the dinners, I turned up. (laughs) Like this year was a full turn down year. And I really got to know myself. I got Mm -hmm. to, I think I really got to understand people a lot better than I had. Mm -hmm. And um, that was more than enough. I was absolutely grateful. Mm -hmm. So what do you think you've learned about yourself and other people in the past year? (sighs) Oh, gosh. Um, I started to understand, one, that there were a lot of things that I hadn't forgiven myself for, Mm. um, which I think had caused a lot of trust issues. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to... I used to pride myself on just having... um, I'm just being so much of an independent person, mm-hmm. you know. But as you grow and you start to understand how life works, you actually need other people. Yeah. A lot more than we think. We're young. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't need nobody. <laughs> and when you start to understand yourself more, it's not necessarily that you need those people. It's more like I could see myself in you. Mm-hmm. It's a reflection thing. Like, in order for... Me to forgive other people, I had to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. In order for me to trust other people, I had to trust myself. And it made me have a lot more empathy and grace, really, for a lot of people. Wow. Like, their downfalls were not them. Mm-hmm. Like, someone could do something horrible to you, and that still does not mean they're a bad person. Mm-hmm. You get that? Right. Yeah. I think when sometimes mm-hmm. when we don't like things about people... Um, it is projecting yeah and it's hard to really admit that to yourself that whatever I don't like about them or whatever I'm trying to put on them is really something that originated in me and that is a problem in me and sometimes the things that you're hiding Mm -hmm. still get projected right yeah right oh that's really really good so did you make any like reconnections with people yeah, and it all happened this week. It was um, wow. It was a weird thing that happened, and honestly, I hadn't expected any of it because I was just living in my fullness. Like I was minding my business, I was getting to know myself so much more um, this year. Mm-hmm. So when people came back, um, it was it was a beautiful understanding. And and now I got to put the things that I learned to use. Right. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. finally, like, understanding and seeing where not just that person went wrong, but where I had went wrong. Um, 
and really just just genuinely loving on people yeah even through their brokenness do you know yeah yeah that's that's hard to do that's something i have a hard time doing yeah um but i do think there is like a necessity and a value and sometimes stepping back from a relationship or a friendship and yeah. you both need your time to just marinate and get, yeah, get yourself <laughs> and together then, right and then come back together when you both kind of sort it out through your problems and your junk right and once you're kind of a more um more whole version of yourself then sometimes i think you can come back but do you, you think the breaks that you had with some people were necessary absolutely mm-hmm. i i think that timing is so important mm-hmm I think that as you grow, and especially if you have friends and family and relationships that have lasted a long period of time, you get so used to your toxic traits, right? their toxic traits. Um, you get used to just depending on each other so much. Mm-hmm. Like, just even waking up in the morning and having like your girl group chat to text into right. like knowing that you don't have that anymore. is like, dang it. Maybe it was a mm-hmm. lot more important and maybe you just weren't appreciative. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're so in my head to, right now. Yeah. Oh like my God. you get so used to <laughs> everything around you. You don't see what you're really missing. Mm-hmm. You don't notice how ungrateful you can be, you know? Right. Wow, this yeah. is good. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so going back to being a business owner yes, and yeah. really like a brand owner because I feel like the way that you present yourself on social media, okay. like I want to be your friend. Like you <laughs> always look like you're doing cool stuff. Really? And like you've done all of your work, like your self-work and yeah. you're very supportive of other people. And you just look like you're living the best life ever. So Thank you. have you had people in your life who have doubted you or not been supportive of your progress and your success? Absolutely. <laughs> and how but, did you deal with that? Um, I want to first say that it comes with just being an individual. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is going to agree with you or the way that you maneuver, the way that you handle business. It's um, it's one understanding that this is yours to understand. So mm-hmm. making sure that it's always personal, um, but not to take anyone else's words too personal. Right. Um, but I think for me, in the beginning, like when you're first starting off a business, you get excited about this thing, like, you're ready to launch it mm-hmm. prior to you having everything ready. Like you're just excited about <laughs> this new project. Right. And, and then you start to share too much. Mm-hmm. And not that there is necessarily um, an issue with sharing. I think that you want to make sure that you understand the business that you're trying to own. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to understand like this is your project. And for it to be long term, you need to really think about how you want to how you want this thing to bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people give their input, and not that their input is bad, but sometimes as a new business owner or right. you know you're starting this new project, you get a little sensitive 
about yours, you know? Mm. And so just learn not to take anything too personal. Um, also, people are just going to have their things to say, mm. and that's just okay. Like, take all of it. Take what you need uh, and <laughs> leave the rest, really. like Right. So what do you do about people who are kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum? Because I would rather hear criticism than hear nothing right. or see nothing. So people who aren't, you know, putting you out there, I guess, who aren't supporting what you're doing, who aren't telling people about what you're doing, uh-huh. and who don't seem as happy for you about your ex- success as you are. Um. I actually think that you got to understand that this journey is solely for you. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, we want all of our friends to get on Instagram and share our posts <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, tell their friends about whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But some people are just waiting to see if this is a true passion of yours, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't want to broadcast something and then let's say – the podcast gets shut down that right. week of, you know, <laughs> like it would be right. the worst thing to happen to you that mm-hmm. everyone s- kind of supported your thing in the beginning and then it crashed. Cause right. not all, um, not all energy is good energy mm-hmm. regardless of whatever situation you're in. And so mm-hmm. you just have to take the good with the bad. It's okay when they don't support, there are going to be people for you. Mm-hmm. that will support you. Some people just don't feel, like for me as a hairstylist, um, maybe like the things that I post or the kind of content or the type of hairstylist that I am, someone may not like. That's not what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a friend of mine, maybe my friend has locks and I only do installs, you know? Right. Everyone has their people, and it's not anything to take personal. They just have been used to one way mm-hmm. and you just have to just be understanding of that hmm. that's so that's interesting because you're a scorpio yes and my <laughs> <laughs> my grandma she's also a scorpio really? she just turned 80 a oh, few weeks ago right big number right and she she was kind of basically saying something similar to what you said uh-huh. which is you can do things for people you can be there for people show up for people because you want to do it. Right. And it doesn't, you don't have to expect anything in return from them. Right. And I have a hard time with that. I'm a Capricorn and oh. I'm a, <laughs> if I did this for you, it's not I'm doing it because I expect something back, because I want something back. But when the time comes, that's just how I feel like I would expect you to do the same thing. Right. And. I'm trying to work my way to the place that you guys are of just do things. And if people don't show up for you the same way, then let it go. But I'm not there yet. Honestly, sometimes. (laughs) And like, this is how I had to learn because I was the same way. Like, dang girl, like, right. You know, I do hair. (laughs) Why didn't you come to me to get your hair done? Mm -hmm. And I was taking it so personal. And it got to the point where I was, I was discouraged. Mm -hmm. I, didn't want to do this thing anymore because I thought that the people that I was doing it for just didn't care. Right. And it got until I had to hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. that I started to understand 
that it had nothing to do with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, I needed to want this thing as much as I wanted them to want it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big thing for me to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was what is rock bottom to you? Do you mean emotionally or business-wise? I think the combination of the two. Um, being a business owner, first, it means you've got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It is rough. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> and, and it will be rough those few those first few years, you know, like it's just not easy. There's so much of yourself that you have to sacrifice. There's so much balance that you have to have. You know, you still have to have a regular job when you mm-hmm. first start your business because you don't have any money coming in to fund this new business. Right. That and is the hardest part. It's, it's the hardest part because now you have to split your time into, but your heart is more 80% into the business mm-hmm. and you really just don't care about this job. So mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine like the mental health of someone who's trying to battle that, like they want this project so bad to happen and work. And I still have to do this thing that I hate. Right. So finding balance, I think that, um, I think that, Time management is a big thing as well. Mm-hmm. So making sure you have a good, really a good balance mm-hmm. for yourself and for this business. And so when do you, what do you do and when do you find time to take care of yourself and to relax and do things that make you happy? Uh, so I know <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> about taking time out for yourself (laughs) but (laughs) but i'm a bit of a workaholic like i don't have any days off and when i do um i go and get massages Mm. i get a lot of sleep i read i catch up on all like my shows (laughs) you know i just have the full out day for myself Mm. um I wish I had more of those days. How often do you <laughs> take a take a personal day? At least once a month. Okay. At least once only a month. once a month. I know. One day. Oh, geez. I know. I'm trying to bring it. How about one a like week? One a week. That yeah. would be that would be great. Ideal. Yeah. Ideal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I it's hard to figure that out because we live in a time where self-care and taking time for yourself is emphasized a lot but a lot of billionaires and multi-millionaires are like work every single day of your Um, 20s or whatever and i'm like yeah but if you're driving yourself crazy then your work isn't as good right and all of that you're not as creative you're not as present and all of that stuff plays into how good your work is you can work really hard but if it's not that good you might as well just take a day or two to breathe yeah and do better the next day that's the best you can do Mm -hmm. that really is the best you can do um i think that also when you're young it's like you don't know when you're gonna get your money right so being scared of missing out on those money days (laughs) That's a big thing as a millennial, you know? Like, you want to get it while you can get it, Mm -hmm. which is why you see so many millennials, like, they're working really hard. Like, Mm -hmm. they've bought their first house, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's so urgent. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I guess we're just going to have to wait until we're 50 to have those good oh, off days, girl. That's so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind working a lot if it was 100% what I want to do. Um, like there was no day job mm-hmm. and everything was whatever, you know, my passion is. Then I feel like I could work all day and night because it's easier to say yes to the stuff when that's your full-time job. But right. it's so hard to get to that place. <sighs> um, okay. So moving forward, what advice would you give to people who want to start a business but they feel like they don't have the proper training or they don't have all the equipment they need? Should they get the training and get the equipment or should you just start and pick up that stuff on the way? Um, I A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think that first you want to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. That comes first with being a business owner. You don't want to rush into this project and crash. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you have the funds. Two, of course, getting training. I think training is very important. It's almost like having a mentor. Right. Um, someone to show you at least the very basics of what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and hair is, like, d- different. It's yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a different kind of business. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's difficult to just pick up and learn and get it right away. Right. And it takes a lot of practice. Um, it's definitely not. It's not too crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, you started at home right. and you picked it up that way. And have you had, like the formal sort of training too yes. to go with it. So I actually went to cosmetology school in 2016. Oh, congratulations. Uh, thank you. So I'm licensed. And I ended up still having to go and get the training just mm-hmm. so I could run my business properly. Right. Um I think whichever way you choose. If and you it, owned a business before then. Right. Exactly. So I, whichever <laughs> way you want to go about it, um, mm-hmm. you still want to make sure that, you know, you are licensed by the government. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can file those taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whichever whichever way you get it, um, mm-hmm. whether it is you start off already knowing how to do it or if you go to institution to get, mm-hmm. you know, proper training. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, I feel like, not one path to figuring it out. Right. And the internet can teach you a lot. I mean, being licensed as a hairdresser is way different. You should probably do that at some point. But but depending on what you want to do, like for me, signing up for like a podcast course or something would have been unnecessary. I feel like you can figure out how to do it on your own. In terms of what to buy and how to edit and stuff like that. Yes. Um, did you not, <laughs> were you not scared to like, did you have difficulties with public speaking? Um, no. I mean, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> took, well, I, that's, that's an interesting point. I guess I have had training in that way. Okay. I've always been pretty good at like interviewing and talking to people. I worked for the paper in high school. Okay. And then for just speaking, I was on the like mock trial okay. team at JMU. So nice. giving speeches and just talking has been something that I've been pretty good at for a while. Yeah. I never really thought of that as training. But I guess, yeah, that is yeah. like preparation. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I know I'm sitting here like, hmm? <laughs> like so shook. 
But yeah, I think it's definitely seeing like famous people. All of them have had so many different climbs to the top. And people who are standing next to each other in the same, you know, path have came up way different ways. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about having like a class or a course or teaching someone? So I'm going to do my first class next year in April. What? um, Which I'll also be relaunching everything. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah. Like being on the other side. Um, teaching, I don't think that it'll be difficult. I just think oh, that, that is awesome. Thank Congratulations. you. Thank you. It's definitely really, really interesting. Um, sometimes we get so used to mm-hmm. this thing that we've been doing for so long. It's like, how do you teach someone that? Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. It's definitely hard um, to figure that out. But I think there's a lot of girls, especially in this area, who, you know, do hair in their houses or at their mom's shops or whatever. And I feel like you would be such an awesome example. Thank you. To show people how they can work their way up to Essence Fest and Fashion Week (laughs) and all of that stuff. Um, So you are beautiful. Thank you. And (laughs) you just carry like a really good energy with you and a confidence that a lot of people don't have and that it's just really beautiful. So, I mean, I'm sure I could guess the answer, but have you ever (laughs) struggled with self-esteem growing up? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I struggled with and even still now struggle with. And sometimes it doesn't come from other people. It's yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, Sometimes you gain the extra 10 pounds and you're in the mirror and now you're looking at yourself and it's like, dang, like, how did we get here? You know? Yes. So sometimes (laughs) it's you. And Mm -hmm. when I was younger, especially um, being of darker complexion, Mm -hmm. it almost feels like no one else gets it. And I think you have to build up the courage to vocalize those things and make sure that the people who are surrounding you know Mm. some of your struggles so that um, they can help rebuild you, Mm. which is why, like, I tell all of my friends um, and all of my clients to have a tribe. Mm -hmm. You want to have your tribe of people. Like, we all are here to inspire other people, Mm. and sometimes we need to go back and get inspired. Right. And so making sure that you have like a good group of people to to help you feel good mm. um, when you're down on those days. So would you say that's where you draw your confidence from? Or where did you, when did you decide that you, because I think feeling beautiful, looking beautiful is something that <coughs> is, I don't know, it's, one thing but deciding that you feel beautiful that's a decision right and when did you reach that point um i reached that point when i started when i started to feel at my lowest Mm. so to first understand why i felt those ways and then realizing that if i woke up in the morning and my spirit wasn't in a good place then i didn't feel beautiful Mm mm-hmm 
So then it would push and like motivate me the next day to wake up and make sure my spirit was intact. So making sure I did all my feel good stuff mm-hmm. the night before, even putting on lotion. Right. It's yeah. very intimate, just like <laughs> a little feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> just making sure that, you know, you could wake up happy. Mm-hmm. So it meant like turning off my phone mm-hmm. before I went to bed. So I didn't have those little distractions um, and had like full uninterrupted sleep. Right. Um, so just making sure that I felt good inside because that was going to reflect on my outside. So even when people did tell me I was beautiful, if I didn't feel good inside, then it didn't really it matter. Nothing. It didn't right. matter. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely just making sure that I was good inside. Like you don't have to be this perfect person or your insides um, and your feelings, your emotions don't have to be a hundred percent there. Mm-hmm. But it, if it was better than the night before, then you did something. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I Thank like you. that. <laughs> um, so do you think, because you mentioned turning off your phone, yeah. um, social media, especially Instagram, because that's mainly what I use, mm-hmm. can be a source of, I think, discontentment for a lot of people because it kind of naturally makes a lot of people compare themselves to whoever they're following or whatever they're seeing and making them feel inadequate or like they're not where they should be in life. Um, So how do you, do you feel that and how do you combat that? Um, I really don't. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, like, (laughs) I, I love people. So Mm -hmm. like, if they're happy, I'm I'm like, yes, girl, she got her little uh, Birkin bag. You know, I'm I'm yes. I don't got the funds for a Birkin bag, mm-hmm. but I'm glad she does. Like, but it's I inspiration. It's inspiration. And also, like, <laughs> social media will have you comparing yourself to someone who may look like they're on the same level, and the levels might not be what you think <laughs> it is, okay? Mm-hmm. So, honestly, you get on and do what you have to do, especially – if you manage your time, mm-hmm. like I'll get on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I'm on Instagram all the time. Me too. And having a business, you yeah, have you to have be to, on Instagram. You have to have a lot of different social media accounts. Mm-hmm. But I would still get on <laughs> and I'm like doing, like I'll get on Instagram and then I'll cut that off a little bit just to get on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then I'll cut that off a little bit and then I'll get on snapchat or whatever else Mm -hmm. so it's just like (laughs) almost being able to balance each of those out like you don't want to be stuck on instagram all day there's nothing on there all day like you don't want to do that Mm -hmm. like you might want to get on twitter or get on google get on google (laughs) yeah (laughs) get on google just for fun or like to search for something well search for stuff but like different things like Maybe you never heard a certain word before. Let right, me go see right. what this means. Okay. You know, like just how you meant just like scrolling through, just scrolling through, and you find all different types of pictures <laughs> and stuff. So <laughs> just making sure that like you have a lot. If you're if you're gonna get on social media, make sure you have something in person to do, mm-hmm. something in your reality. So if it means even washing the dishes, so that your mind isn't fully focused on like, dang, let me see what. When you picture Beyonce posted, like, you right. cannot be that stuck. Exactly. <laughs> you can't afford it. It's mm-hmm. too much. Right. 
So you were talking earlier about your tribe and mm -hmm. having a good group of people around you. Yeah. So tell me about your tribe and the people you have around you and how have they kept you on a path to success? My tribe. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> my siblings. Mm -hmm. um, how many siblings do you have? So I have five siblings. Oh, my God. Yes. Shout out to your mom. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I have one older sister, two older brothers, a twin brother, and then a little sister. Oh. So it's three girls, three boys. Wow, that's perfect. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's fun. You have these people who know you well enough to know what, what it is that your dreams are. Mm -hmm. And so are your friends. They're there. They know exactly what you want to do with your life. So mm -hmm. even when you fall off track, they're like, girl, uh-uh, we have a podcast. Right. <laughs> okay? Like, we have clients in the morning. Mm -hmm. And they also remind you to take your off days. So mm -hmm. there's so much things, especially having your own business and running your own projects. You get so busy and in your head that you forget so much. So having a tribe of people that help you get back on track. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. So how, other than your family members, uh -huh. like how did you cultivate that group of people? Because it's difficult to have, for me anyway, okay. it's difficult to find like a good group of people who are ambitious and successful and supportive as well because there's a lot of girls who want to <laughs> be the only one doing well. Yes. I found that having different groups of friends. Mm -hmm. So n not going out and trying to find friends that had all of these qualities. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like almost spreading them out. So I have my turn up friends. <laughs> I have my girls from when I lived in a whole other country. Mm -hmm. I have my girls out here. Right. And then I have my business friends. And then I have my girls' girls. Like mm -hmm. we talk about any and everything under the sun, business whatever else yeah so making sure you spread it out a little bit mm -hmm. yeah that's probably a good idea because yeah i don't know i'm not an outgoing person or an extrovert so it's hard to like i'm not either you're not i'm not you seem like you are i had to force myself mm -hmm. i had to force myself because you get stuck in this room by yourself mm -hmm. it's almost like you get trapped in your own head because you feel like people don't understand and that brings just a whole lot of other issues mm -hmm. so i had to force myself to be around people and be okay with that mm -hmm. because it, when it comes with my job itinerary i have to be yeah around people all the time mm -hmm. even when i don't feel like it so it's granted it's it's not easy, mm -hmm. but just finding, just finding time and balance within yourself. Mm -hmm. So making sure that, you know, you have these friends and then you have time to yourself too. Like they can't be, they can't be your everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... We talked about doing the class next yeah. year, next April. Um, but what is your vision for where your career will go? And there doesn't have to be, like, I guess, a final destination. Mm -hmm. But going from teaching to what else to what else? Um, 
I've always wanted to be a speaker, so I'm yeah. actually going back to school for public speaking. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, just because <laughs> it was one of the things that I struggled with, but I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much to talk about and discuss. And so that's definitely been one of the things. And then also getting back to writing, which was like my first love. Mm-hmm. I always write. I try to, that's part of my self-care too. I've, I've gotten back, especially this year, to writing. And so definitely writing, but I didn't want it to just stop here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So do you write poetry, stories? I think a little bit of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, speaking, I think, is definitely a good skill to have. I'm in grad school right now, and we all had to, yeah, I go to GW, Okay. and we all had to give a presentation, and I, so far, we're not done with the presentations, but everybody else in my class has read from a piece of paper. Like, they basically Mm. read aloud to the class, as opposed to presenting information. Right, without the paper. Right, and I'm like come on like we're we all got here like it's, what are we doing you, have, you get to you start to see how social anxiety works you get yeah. so nervous even if it's just one person like sometimes you get so nervous that you forget right well i, think I did that earlier i think <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like when you are giving a presentation anxiety is a a whole other aspect of it and perhaps I'm in a class full of people with social anxiety. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but maybe I was just in a class with people who don't. It's it's hard to do, and it does make a lot of people nervous. But I think, first of all, having it all on a piece of paper in front of you, of course you're going to read it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you, and you're about to take a whole class on this, but speaking, memorize your speech, and then make little, little notes, notes so you can look down. But... If you look down and it's not there, you're gonna you're going to remember. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was getting ready to say <laughs> I can't multitask like that. So mm-hmm. even like looking down and looking up and looking down, I would be stuck. Right. Which but, is, so don't look down. Right. But now <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, our for mock trial, we had okay. two ten minute speeches. Okay. Um, and all we would do in class is give the 10-minute speeches. Oh, okay. And nice. you had to memorize both of them. And they were both arguments for, like, a made-up case. Okay. And you didn't know which side you were arguing until the night before. One of them was actually the morning of. Oh, okay. So, so two different cases. And it was the same case, but you had to have an argument for an both argument. sides. Okay. And... Yeah, so you had to be able to memorize it and be able to go back over it in your head like five minutes before you're about to go up there. But you figure it out. and if you And then you learn how to, it doesn't sound robotic. Right. Because you're not going to memorize exactly what you wrote on your computer. Right. And so you'll figure out different parts of it. You'll get the main parts out and it'll sound good and it'll flow more, I think. When you're not trying to (laughs) get it exactly (laughs) perfect. That makes me nervous. It'll be good. It'll, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it gets easier the more that you do it. You, that's all we did. 
So Well, that makes sense. It's almost saying like... Saying it over and over again. Yeah, and if you like something enough, then you kind of know it like that. I was getting ready to say, you know what? I'm getting ready to teach this class. Exactly. How am I scared of public speaking? Exactly. And it's something you know about. We've right. been giving speeches on random stuff. That is absolutely right. So talking about your passion, that'll be a cakewalk. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I noticed that you you've supported Purple Diary, which means a lot. Yeah. Um, posted it and told people about it, and I've seen you uh, post and support other women in their businesses. I remember a few years ago when you were doing hair at Essence Fest. Yes. That was also the same year Maya was performing. Right? I styled Maya. Yeah. So I styled Maya Dyson. Um, mm. Make sure you all go out and support her music. Yeah, yeah. Maya's music is on the podcast. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Um, yeah, so Maya, I've been styling her since we were both in high school. And... She has just really worked so hard. Right. She's incredible. Absolutely. Like, this is her passion, and she loves what she does. And so when she had asked me to come out for Essence, I was like, yeah, because, (laughs) one, I had never done it before. Right. And you style for Fashion Week, and it's it's so busy Mm -hmm. compared to, like, you styling one person Mm -hmm. or, like, a small team of people. And so it was a lot of fun. It was it was a different experience. Essence was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Do you see any Maya. famous people? Yeah, <laughs> and they're not as they're not as big. They're not as tall <laughs> as you. I like was TV, expecting I you like to t- say that. I feel like TV adds inches or something because you literally can walk right past a celebrity and just not notice mm-hmm. because they're down there. <laughs> not, not really even down there you just it's like wow i didn't know like you were a regular person because mm-hmm. tv has so much edits it looks i feel like it adds inches maybe mm-hmm. so seeing them in real life is like oh yeah i saw i've only seen two famous people in person it was Boris Kojo and Nicole Ari Parker. Okay. At the airport. Really? Yeah. Like I heard her voice. And then I looked over and she's hugging this man. They both wow. look really good in person. They I look just they as look good. good on TV. I wanted to go say hi. And my mom was like, you leave did? those people alone. Why didn't you go over I there? should have, mom. But, um,. So how important is it to you or why is it important to you to show love to other people? I think it's just important to be a genuine person. Mm -hmm. So that's just in your nature. It's just in my nature. I just love people. I want the best for everyone because I want the best for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, I was always just like, if I make it, we make it. (laughs) You know, that's always been my saying. So like, I don't me supporting someone else doesn't take away from my business. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get busy. Sometimes I'm booked for the week Mm -hmm. and I don't want my clients to go without. So I send them to my other girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, girl, she's open. Like that's awesome. See, she'll fit you in something. Do you get what I mean? And so sometimes you actually need these people Mm -hmm. like, and it wouldn't hurt for you to just support them. Like it's not that deep. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Okay, so we're down to the last two questions. Cool. First, I need 
at least one book recommendation. Okay. But if you have more than one, that's fine. So the book I'm currently reading is called The Will to Change by Bill Hooks. And it talks about men and masculin- masculinity um, and just some of the problems that we run into with mm-hmm. men and some of the reasons why they happen. Yeah. Um, so that was a good book. Mm, I need to read that. It's, it's really good. Bill Hooks is a great author. I've also read um, No Disrespect by Sister Soldier. Mm-hmm. I love her. That was a great book. That was, I think, my favorite book. I think really? it's my favorite book. Yeah, it was a great, great read. Very understandable. Mm-hmm. Very relatable. It was a great book. Mm-hmm. I would 10-10 recommend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one question I forgot to ask before the last one. Are you single? Am I single? Yes, I am single. She is single. Okay. We are single. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am single. Okay, good. Well, then, now you know. Um, Princess's Instagram will be in the description, so you can go DM her. Please. Thank you. <laughs> Do you answer DMs? Yeah. Because I bet- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the DMs all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a fun place to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so last question. What is your dream for your life's work? Just to inspire someone. Like check, you accomplished it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just one person. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. If I could save someone with my story, then it's more than enough. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, I'm sure you will accomplish that. Thank you. And way, way more. I think everything you're doing is great. I think the energy you have is great and the image that you present of yourself is amazing so yeah i will definitely be posting and letting people know when you're like letting people register for your class great um i'm sure it'll be full i hope so (laughs) y'all come out yes um so thank you so much for being a guest princess i really really appreciate it and this was super short notice this is gonna be up tomorrow so oh, I'm it? about to stay up and edit this and then wow. take my ass to bed. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being thank on. Thank you. I Everybody really, really appreciate check out you. the books. Go follow Princess. If you need your hair done, hit her up. Or she can let you know someone else if she's busy because I'm sure she always is. Yes. But <laughs> go to her first. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so, so much, Princess, for being a guest. That was one of the best interviews I've ever had, one of the best conversations I've ever had. There were so many good pieces of advice, so many good quotes, so much good information, and you can hear the growth and you can really hear the love that she has for herself and for other people in the way that she speaks. Um, So thank you so much for being on, especially at such a short notice. It's greatly appreciated um and thank you guys for listening next week um will be the last episode of the year and then i'm going to take a break in december and come back to you guys with new episodes starting in january on my birthday because my birthday's on a thursday next year um so yeah i hope you guys enjoy it i'm trying to get my grandma on for next week but we'll see Um, If not her, then I will probably just do a solo episode because next week is going to be crazy. Um, But yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys are living peaceful, positive, and productive lives. 
Um, the challenge for this week is to compliment a stranger every single day. So I hope you guys are keeping to it. I hope you guys are being intentional about spreading positivity and being a light in other people's lives. Um, so thank you for listening. All of Princess's information um, will be down in the show notes. Be sure to support her, show love to her, follow her, tell somebody about her. She is awesome. Um, and you are awesome too. So I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.